welcome to our podcast. Good morning. Uh-huh. With your host, Joan Alana. Today we're here in Cross and Passion College, Kilcullen. Today we have a wide variety of topics that will be discussed in different segments. First, we will pass you over to Alpha Male Experience, but first, the Alpha Male Experience weather. Hello, Sean here, and I'm with Richard, and welcome to the Alpha Male weather forecast. Don't worry if you're a beta male, you'll be an alpha male after this. Kilcullen weather today is nippy, a light fleece or windbreaker wouldn't go astray, but no need for the Canada goose today, leds. Now, top three beverages for today's weather. Number three. Pink Lucasade, a classic CPC beverage, so really suits any weather. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Number two, Spar, water, lemon and lime, water, a large drink for a small fee of one euro, really suits the taste buds. Yeah, yeah, I know now. And finally, number one, chicken coconut noodles, water, in all its glory. This hot beverage is sure to warm your insides and soothe your heart. Nice way to put it, Rich, wouldn't say it any better myself. Thank you, Richard, very cool. No, thank you. <laughs> now back to the lads. Hold it, hold it there. Cheers lads, I'm Jamie. I'm Callum. And welcome to the Alpha Male Experience Podcast. Okay, so Monday night the FIFA Award Show The Best was hosted in Switzerland. Many awards were given out. Messi won the men's best player. But today we will be talking about the controversial FIFA World Eleven. First of all, in goals we have Alison Becker. Pretty solid choice, but some Barcelona fans may argue that Andre Stegen should be in there. Which is a fair statement. For the back four, probably the most controversial part of the team. Sergio Ramos, Virgil van Dijk, Matthias Litt and Marcelo have all made it in. What are FIFA playing at? Okay, listen Cam, did you see? Real Madrid have conceded 59 goals this season and last season combined and haven't kept a clean sheet since February. Uh, the only two replacements for these players are Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andrew Robertson. They both have 18 assists each in 42 appearances. They're two of Liverpool's most influential players and they've got 22 clean sheets each in 38 appearances last season. Okay, so now I'm going to talk about the midfield this year, Callum. This year in midfield is Eden Hazard, Luka Modric and Frankie de Jong. This just shows that FIFA put money before talent. Modric and Hazard, who are both two Real Madrid players, have been put in this year's team, despite playing like Lorcan Murphy on a cold night in bush training. The front three for the team is Messi, Ronaldo and Mbappe. Because Messi has 51 goals in 50 games, I think he's ground where he is, but Ronaldo should be back where he belongs, the Newbridgetown bench next to Richard. I feel like a perfect replacement for Cristiano Ronaldo is uh, Mohamed Salah. He has 26 goals in the last two seasons of the Premier League, including the six games this season. He's 11 assists and has created 18 big chances, the most in the Premier League. Thanks for listening to Alpha Male Experience Podcast. Talk to you later. Thanks for that, lads. That was very interesting. Now we're heading over to CTS, Conspiracy Theory Series, with their latest episode. Hello and welcome to Conspiracy Theory Series. Today, me and my team will be talking to you about the latest conspiracy theories. I'm going to hand you over to Lorgan. In the summer of 1955, sightings of a UFO were reported around Area 51. This led to the conspiracy theory that they hosted aliens and alien aircrafts in Area 51. Another theory is that Area 51 is dabbling in weather control. 
Meteorologists at Area 51 are thought to have experimented with cloud seeding. They are said to drop chemicals from planes into clouds to make them produce rain. A separate section is said to have tried uh, producing hurricanes and storms that can be directed at enemy countries. Dun dun dun. Thank you, Lorgan. Now I'll hand you over to Con, our 9-11 reporter. On September 11, 2001, a series of airline hijacks and suicide attacks committed by 19 militants associated with the Islamic group Al-Qaeda took place against targets in the US. The attacks killed around 2,750 people in New York. However, there are many conspiracy theories on this topic. One of the theories is that the United States government told the military to stand down the attack. Conspiracy theorists believe that the government wanted to use the attacks to justify an invasion on Iraq and and Afghanistan to secure oil interests. However, the most well-known theory is that the Twin Towers were brought down by explosions rather than planes. Theorists believe this because the North and South Towers fell so quickly and perfectly into their own footprint. Theorists also have more evidence on this theory as witnesses also heard explosions before the towers collapsed and they also visibly saw debris shooting out of the lower levels of the buildings. And that is all from Conspiracy Theory Series. Thank you for listening. Now, what do you think about the aliens, Joan? I don't know what to think, to be honest. It's an unusual topic. Anyways, moving on to the next category, which is PCS. Pigeons, carpentry and sheep. Hello and welcome to PCS Ireland. My name is Lee and I'm here with Sean, Bennon and Edward. Today we will have Sean talking about carpentry, Edward and Bennon will be talking about sheep farming, and I will be talking about pigeons. And now we will go over to Bennon to ask me questions about pigeons. Well Lee, how are we going? I'm just here to ask you a few questions about your pigeons. Uh, The first one is, uh, how long does it take a young pigeon to fly? It takes around four weeks for a pigeon to start flying from when it's born. Oh, very young, isn't it? Um, How old does a pigeon have before it can lay eggs? A pigeon has to be at least seven months old to lay its first eggs. Right, okay. uh, how long does it take for a pigeon's eggs to hatch? It takes around 17 to 21 days for a pigeon's eggs to hatch. And how many pigeons have you got yourself? Roughly 30 to 40. Right. That's grand. Thanks, Lee. Now we're heading over to Ed to ask Sean some questions. How are you going, Sean? Uh, I'm just going to ask you a few questions about carpentry today. How did you get into carpentry, Sean? Uh, I got into carpentry because my father and uncles used to do carpentry. Oh, nice. Uh, what is carpentry, Sean? Carpentry is when you build houses out of timber. You can do roofs and inside skirting board and architrave. Um, what, ta- what time does your day start at and what does it consist of? Uh, it starts roughly about 8 o'clock and it consists of first fix and second fix carpentry. That's grand, thanks, Sean. Wait now, wait to think some more. I'm just going to ask Ben and Edward about a few questions. So what is the biggest problem with sheep? Uh, the biggest problem with sheep is uh, lameness, I find, um, when they're in between their feet rot and sometimes it overgrows. What's the highlight in the farming year? The highlight in the farming year is when the lambs are born in the springtime. And what's their purpose? The, what, what breeds are pur- their purpose? Uh, Texel sheep are not normally for meat and breeds like Cheviots and Suffolk's are for uh, producing... Uh, lambs for meat. What's word, what did the requir- requirements with sheep? Uh, requirements are sh- with sheep are to get their injections and to be dosed regularly. What is the pregnancy of sheep of a sheep? 
Uh, the fragging service sheep is uh, 145 days or five months. When do sheep usually have their lambs? Uh, sheep usually have their lambs in the springtime. That's all. Thank you for listening to the PCS Ireland podcast. Well, that was interesting, wasn't it, Alana? I definitely learned something new. I agree with you there. But next up is a topic that's very close to our hearts, the sound lab. Welcome back to the Sound Lab. This week our topic is music festivals. Are they even for the music anymore? Well, Alana, last week we asked our listeners to tweet in any questions they have on the topic of music industry. We had so many questions revolving music festivals, so we decided to bring in three guests here today. Brona, Sarah and Taylor. Welcome, ladies. Alana, what do you know about music festivals? Well, there's an average of 50 music festivals in Ireland every year. Have you ever been to any? I haven't, but I know that there's Body and Soul, Longitude and Electric Picnic, which is the biggest, I think. Speaking of Electric Picnic, did you know in 2004 was the first year EP was run with only one day? That's crazy to think now that there's three days 15 years on. Now, today's main question that we have for you guys is, what is the impact of the music industry on the festival industry? Well, hand over to Taylor first. Well, years ago, artists would make an album first and then promote the album by going on tour. But now they make an album so they can go on tour. This has impacted the festival because artists have higher fees, making ticket prices higher. Do you know what? Because of the higher fees, it has become more of a status thing to go to festivals, making it a big thing in the media. In my opinion, people don't go for the music, they go for the media. Yes, uh, I actually agree. Big brand companies bring influencers to festivals to endorse their products. Once again, they don't go for the music, but go for the media. Are you even at the festival if you don't take a picture? Well, that leaves us with the question, are there any festivals just for the music anymore? Bye for now! (laughs) Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for more interesting topics. Good morning! Uh